welcome, welcome, welcome to Chutzpah. I am so happy to be here. We are in one of my favorite places in Louisville, the Inner Warrior Yoga Studio over at Stillery Commons. You may have visited their shop on Frankfurt Avenue as well, um, but the studio is so peaceful, it's beautiful, and the vibes are just right. Anywho, I hope that you're happy wherever you are, but if you're not, don't look now. But I just used my universal remote and pressed pause for both of us. Well, we've both got a chance. Let's take a deep breath together. Inhale and exhale. Maybe just one more big breath for good luck. Inhale and exhale. Okay, I'm about to press play again. Just fair warning, you ready? All right, enough of that. Put those markers down, folks. My guest is from Louisville, Kentucky, and is currently a yoga instructor, teacher, and co-founder of Inner Warrior, a donation-based yoga studio, and the My Path Festival. She is also an artist and musician specializing in sound therapy. I met her at the Inner Warrior while searching for a yoga studio, and I love her sound baths on Wednesday nights. Please welcome the talented, down-to-earth, Gabriella Gaona. Yay. Yay. Hello. <laughs> um, I normally ask if you want to add anything to that, so you're welcome to if you want. I think that that is a good place to start. I think cool. that's, yeah, that covers it for now. <laughs> sure, we'll so get into more. Well, um, the first question, as always, is what gives you confidence? And um, can you talk about how you maintain that on a daily basis? You know, that is a really, really good question. Thank you. <laughs> it's something that, like, I have to think about. And it's funny because I think the thing that gives me the most confidence is not thinking about it too much, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I tend to get in my head if, like, there's something I want to do that's out of my comfort zone. Uh, if I think about it too much, I usually don't want to do it. <laughs> Yeah. And that's kind of how I approach this podcast today, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's one really big thing. And um, just over time with everything I've done, I feel like I've built a lot of confidence through that. Um, but I've tried to think back on, like, in the beginning, how I found my confidence. And I really, like, I honestly don't. No, I feel like all the things I've done um, has been, like, something moving through me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I think most of it was probably me not thinking about it too much. Yeah. Not so sometimes, like, that force where you find yourself doing something and then you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> how did I get here? Experiences like that? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And also, like, having... Um, the desire and the like the heartfelt desire to want to do something once I'm in it like things will happen and like challenges will happen but if my heart's in it like I always somehow get 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 it through and get it out and like it's just meant to be I think when that happens yeah <laughs> definitely I think anything that takes a practice something like yoga or any instrument and art is something that we might not always want to do every day but because you love it like something's probably going to happen <laughs> yes exactly yeah. that's also something I think I wanted to like 
build my life around something. And of course, I feel like everyone wants to build their life about something that they love. But um, so I don't know how I did it, (laughs) but I'm doing it. And um, I just try and remember how grateful I am for that when the, you know, like the hard things happen and the challenges happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, sounds like you've got a nice, strong foundation and strategy, at least. Um, for your confidence. So can you tell me about a time when you had some, some chutzpah? Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a couple big ones, uh, in my life so far. Um, the first one probably being, um, starting a yoga festival. Uh, I really, again, I did not not know what I was doing. It was just something I really, really wanted to do. And um, I think another thing that helps me with my confidence and like doing things is the fact that I love to work with other people um, and feeling the support of community. And at the time, I was feeling that support and I felt like, I could do it, even though I've never done it before. Yeah, um, yeah and so it happened. Um, I, there was some effort, but it just, it really just flew out, flew out of me. It flew out of me, flowed <laughs> out of me. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that was like a really big one, I feel like. Um, and it's still happening today. And it's just been more magical every single time. Um, yeah, well, that's so, um, that's such an important part of the story too, that it's continuing and yeah. it is an annual event. Like it's, it goes even farther than one off. I managed to pull something together one time. Exactly. It's come together multiple times. Which, yeah. 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 It ended up being biannual and then last year it was just one and mm-hmm. I think it might do two this year, but, um, yeah, the fact that it's it's still around. Um, so yeah, if you're listening and you want to do something and you don't know how to do it, but your heart's in it, I say just go for it and things will fall into place if it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like another really big one was opening up the studio. Um, the fact that it's donation based. Um, we actually had like a really nasty article come out when we first opened. Really? Yeah, yeah, thinking that like we were devaluing yoga, like by giving it out for people. Um, That's like the opposite. <laughs> I'm glad you understand that. <laughs> I'm glad you, but I think like you know a lot of people were kind of like um, intimidated um, by the whole thing that we are you know making it accessible in the monetary you know monetary way um so that was a lot of hard times to like or hard for me to like read and like still want to do something that was you know true to me and something that never you know the city had never seen before um so that took a lot of how do you say it chutzpah chutzpah yeah (laughs) I would say definitely yeah um and continuing with that and like the challenges that came with that um, but we also had a lot of support within the community. Like anyone who actually knew us, um, knew what our hearts were in it and it yeah. wasn't like, you know, some scheme to buy our products or something. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. So there, that's, that is something that happened. 
Um, but then we, we've had all the other really positive articles sure. too. You know, I think when you are doing something different and actually doing something big, that like, there's always going to be people, you know, saying something. Yeah. Maybe not so nice. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to figure this one out maybe after the fact. There's definitely a saying about like making a few enemies is part of changing the world yes. a bit, right? Like you're exactly. not going to. There's always going to be a resistance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you know you're doing something good. Yeah. Big. Big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I tried to tell myself. Yeah. So how else do you think you were able to, I mean, it sounds like that was kind of right at the beginning. This was something that people hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. So you not only were introducing a totally new concept, so people just might not understand it. Mm-hmm. And then there was also some backlash for it. How, how can you talk more about how you were able to stay true to that? And then how did you find a way to get it communicated correctly? To <laughs> yeah. Um, I think just staying true to my intention, like why I was doing it. Um, the fact that yoga like has saved me so many times mm-hmm. and like, um, I've been saying recently just how, like, that's why my yoga mat's on the floor. So it catches me literally when I fall. Like, Mm -hmm. I go to the mat when, you know, um, especially when I'm having some sort of, you know, troublesome in my life, suffering, whatever you want to call it. Um, But just remembering how much it's helped me and saved me and how I want to or wanted to offer that to others. Um. So, yeah, just remembering my intention and um, staying true to that. Um, And, yeah, I think over the time, people have, you know, understood and it's become more and more um, normal, normalized. Mm -hmm. I think we, like, I don't know for real, but I'm pretty sure we started, like, the coin term of donation-based in the city. Like, we were the Mm -hmm. first to that I am aware I don't you know sure (laughs) um but to offer donation-based classes um out of our boutique at the time we would just Mm -hmm. move all the racks out of the way and do yoga it was mat to mat Mm -hmm. there was literally like no space for one more mat we of course started it was only like two people that would show up right and then the word got out and we ended up you know we would have a sign in sheet or sign up sheet and it would fill up like within the hour of releasing it. Wow. So that's when we were like, wow, well, this is needed. Like people are wanting mm-hmm. this. And um, yeah, and just when people are able to, you know, shake off the day or, um, or if they do it in the morning, like have a better day, kind of like self care. Whenever you're able to do that, like, you bring it into the community like you know you leave feeling better and that means you're gonna probably treat other people better and like you know come home with a smile or be able to feel stronger for you know whatever you got going on yeah stronger you gotta fill your cup (laughs) yeah you got to fill your cup and that's one thing that's been a really big lesson for me is filling my cup so I can fill others cup other people's Mm -hmm. cup I'm always like trying to help other people and like forgetting to like feed myself first. Right. <laughs> so. Sometimes probably literally. I know. I it is literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so like just remembering, you know, I'm feeding myself so I can, you know, 
give this yoga class (laughs) later, you Mm -hmm. know, so. Yeah. And I'm sure, do you feel like the people in the class kind of help fill your cup too and like give you something back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was a really interesting thing to experience with the pandemic when we went completely virtual. Um, That giving and receiving was, you know, a lot less, it felt Mm -hmm. like, just, you know, you're not really feeling connected to people through our screens so much, even though we're still connected and we're still doing it together. It's just, you know, being in the same room with other bodies and other people's breath and heartbeats, you know, sinking together. It's just so powerful. Um, I love it when, you know, there's a big class in here and it just is definitely a giving and receiving situation. Um, so yeah, I was, we just did a a yoga teacher training, yoga and sound teacher training. And like, uh, the new students that came out of it, they're just starting to teach and, you know, like getting really nervous, but I'm just like, you're going to feel so great once it's over. Cause like, (laughs) I call it like a high literally Mm -hmm. when you're done teaching, like it's such a powerful experience like that receiving of like just knowing um at least you know the people that come up after they say like how much they you've helped them and having that experience is literally what keeps me going just knowing that i'm helping people i feel like that's also what helps with my confidence too that's I don't know. I feel like I'd be a wasted body if I wasn't helping other people. <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I feel. Sure. Well, and I, the other thing I always love about um, really probably any yoga classes, but this is where I like to come. Um, there's always a handful of people who are going to breathe just like a little bit deeper or a little <laughs> bit louder or their sigh isn't just going to be a ha, it's going to be a ha, right? And it like helps people like me who, um, you know, carry a lot of anxiety and try to just be like, I'm just going to do this thing and then I'm going to go home. And that's that. When I'm in a class where everyone's kind of doing their own thing, but we're all doing it together and like they get into it a little more, that helps free me up to get into it a little Mm. more. And I think like Mm. the instructor in the environment really sets people up for that well. And so that's something that I always love is it's like, no, this time you're really going to sigh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's okay. Like (laughs) actually make noise this time or that's funny. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you can tell, like, who are my students and who, mm. like, because they are the sires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just actually do it. Yeah, it's okay. like, actually make noise. Like, yeah, because, yeah, you know, every teacher is different, has a different vibe. But, like, I'm always encouraging people to make noise if they want or, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's not so serious. Um, yeah, or I always um, love... I used to do some like power yoga and they would occasionally make the point just being here is good. If you want to be in child's pose the whole time, you did, you did it. You got here and you got on the mat and that might be what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I love so much about yoga is it's not like you could think of that as a cop out, right? (laughs) But sometimes that requires you to actually know what you need, which requires you to be self-aware enough to ask yourself the right questions and figure it out that's the hard part (laughs) yeah 100 percent like i i sometimes do say like you can just stay in shavasana which is just laying laying Mm -hmm. on your back the whole time if you want and that's hard to do (laughs) 
like yeah. that also is like um like a test of you know like you know people who are extra like hard on themselves or pushy mm-hmm. or whatever you just have to like notice when you can uh be okay with just laying there too yeah. you know yeah. especially during a class if yeah you hear everyone else and all the other calls for poses and you're yeah. just no i'm gonna lay here yeah that is I'm, its own discipline i get impressed when I, like i've had people do it i'm like yeah that's awesome yeah <laughs> so yeah, and, and also just being in the room with other people like helps motivate you too, I think, to also um, maybe work a little harder than you would at home. Yeah. Um, and like having a certain space dedicated for your practice too. Uh, like getting out of the home is one thing, and it really is nice to just get out of the home sometimes, but then having a space for, for your practice because. You know, at home we can, like, think about all the things that we need to do at home. 100%. Or, like, the animals and stuff like that yeah. that we have. I don't know how many times I've been doing a YouTube yoga session near a couch, <laughs> and then you see everything that's underneath the couch. Oh, my gosh. Like, dust, or maybe it's some crumbs, or maybe it's actually an item, and you're just like, you, I can't th- do anything else. Then. Yeah. Like, you gotta get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not here. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. So, um, okay, so we talked about the experience and the chutzpah it took to open this studio and to start the My Path Festival. Can you talk a little bit more about what you learned from those experiences and maybe how some of those lessons impact you in just everyday life? <clears throat> yeah, um, so just... I think kind of coming back around to what I said earlier, but just having uh, faith in yourself that you can do it, even though it seems like maybe nearly impossible. Um, and also how important community is and like help. We had a lot of hands go into the remodeling of the studio, um, who also just like were, you know, our our students or the people who are coming to our classes at the old space, they actually came and like helped us um, take down the walls. And yeah. Um, yeah. And like you go through life and you, especially with yoga and you sometimes lose friends. You sometimes, um, especially when you go through changes and, and progress through your spiritual journey or whatever you want to call it just remembering that like those people were in your life for a certain reason at that time. And, um, but you know, you can always rebuild community and find, you know, your people if you're, you know, if you change. Um, and so I think that's something that I learned most was how important community is to me. And having support, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I answered the question. I think I other things that I've learned um, is following your heart. Um, and sometimes that can be really scary, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's putting a lot of faith in yourself. <laughs> yeah, and knowing that, like, even though if something goes wrong or not like how you expected, you're still following your heart, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, 
just remembering that and being okay with whatever, however it turns out. Right. Um, that yeah. makes me think in one of the episodes we were talking about how, um, you know, learning how to swim and deciding like, okay, you're going to jump into these waters and you're going to do this. And even if something goes wrong and you might like get a little dipped under or you might kind Mm -hmm. of feel like you're drowning. Like that doesn't mean that you don't know how to swim still. Yeah. You know, like that didn't erase the knowledge and your ability. Correct. Exactly. (laughs) Um, that I really enjoyed that metaphor because I was like, oh yeah, I've definitely been in that boat where I like got in the water and then maybe there's a wave or like a fish nibbles your toe and you freak out. Like so many different things can happen, but that doesn't mean you don't know how to continue (laughs) this process and get back to land or keep on swimming. And maybe it's because I grew up on a lake, but I really liked that (laughs) one and was like, no, I can keep swimming or it's finding Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah i know that makes sense i like that analogy it's like you know we experience all these highs and then you know with that we'll experience the lows because you know we're on duality planet or whatever you want to call it that's (laughs) what i call it but um yeah like knowing that even in especially in yoga everything that you've worked is not like it's never lost you always have it, like all your experiences too. Like it's always, you know, part of you. Well, uh, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. Um, okay. So what did we learn here today? (laughs) We learned that, um, the inner warrior offers donation based yoga, which is a very wonderful, accessible way to offer yoga (laughs) to anyone of varying financial means. And I, always enjoy that it is a diverse group of people who comes here like you can be who you are you could know nothing about yoga yes and if you want to give it a try come check out the inner warrior 100 (laughs) percent. it's a good place to be yeah we have like that's the awesome thing about it i think it that it's donation based we have literally every class at least we have at least one new person or mm-hmm. um, a couple new people. Very good through. to bring a friend along. Yeah, it's really yeah. easy to bring a friend if there's no like membership or commitment. Or right. It's just like, just come. Just bring yeah. your willing self. Don't have to know anything or anyone. And we're here for you. <laughs> yeah. We also learned a little bit about the My Path Festival. Yes. Is, do you have dates for that or anything that we can mention? Yeah. It's always um, the last weekend of May. It oh, usually hits Memorial up. Day weekend. Yeah. It's cool. coming up soon. And again, you don't have to know anything. It's a really good place to just throw yourself into it and try all these different styles of yoga. Um, there's multiple different styles and meditations and discussions um and yeah it was super inspired by my teacher training Mm. i just kind of wanted people to who maybe would go to a festival try something maybe more mindful right so um but yeah definitely where is it at again it's in harrodsburg kentucky and it's yoga and camping so it's um like on a sustainable farm and there is a community dinner that happens on saturday nights which is really nice farm to table meal and yeah it's just such a nice time so great yeah hope you'll come yeah yeah (laughs) oh and i think the last thing of many things that we learned today is that if you want to just lay 
down for your whole yoga class, you should try it sometime. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. It is up to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, until next time, take care of yourselves, everyone. Also, if you enjoy this show, you may also enjoy Dyslexics Untied, which is another podcast hosted by my boyfriend, Jacob Schumann, and Dr. Sean Apostle from Bellarmine University. And don't forget that you can still get 20% off any sticker orders from Squidprint when you mention chutzpah. You can say anything. Maybe you mention a tagline. Maybe you just say the chutzpah lady told me to order stickers and you'll get 20% off. Uh, don't forget that our theme music is from a group called Crow Wonder and the song is called Humbug. I'm Bridget Bard. Shalom. <laughs>